Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Wonderful, merciful Savior, precious Redeemer and friend, who would have thought that a lamb could rescue the souls of men? Oh, you rescue the souls of men. Wonderful, merciful, wonderful, merciful, saving, precious, precious, redeemer and friend. Say, who would have thought that a lamb could rescue the souls of all? Oh, you
together for Jesus. Wonderful. That's a powerful ministration. God bless you. Hallelujah. He's a wonderful counselor. That was a very powerful testimony. Hallelujah. And Mrs. When you pray down, come, we thank God for your life. Hallelujah. Father, why don't you come and let me pray for you? We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your glory your mercies, your grace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for her life. Thank you for how far you have brought her. She cannot hide what you have done. She has testified to your glory. And Lord, we know that in moments like, moments like these, the enemy will like to capitalize but he's a liar. He has no place. He has no place. He has no place in her life. In the name of Jesus. And release her, oh God, into your kingdom to do many, 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 many things, Lord. Things that she has never done before. Cause her to serve you, oh Lord, for the rest of her life. Bring many souls into your kingdom through her. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, anoint her feet, anoint her lips, Lord. In the name of Jesus, may her words into people's life 
be magnified and bring them into your kingdom. Thank you. Thank you. Continue to show her. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. One key thing you would take from that testimony, no matter what you go through, never remove yourself from the counsels of the shepherds. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. A word of God makes us better and better. It doesn't matter what we go through. Ecclesiastes, the wisest man ever lived, he said in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 11. Give us Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 11. Hallelujah. It says that the words of the wise are the gods. And as nails fastened by the masters of assemblies, masters of assemblies, which are given from one shepherd. When you read the King James, it makes it a little bit complex. But give me New Living Translation, you will understand it much better. Hallelujah. New Living Translation, it says that a wise teacher's words, is that a New Living Translation? Okay. A wise teacher's words spare students to action and emphasize important truths. The collector's saying of the wise are like guidance from a shepherd. I have a new living translation. My translation says that, I don't know which year, what, but it's new living translation, that the words of the wise are like cattle prods which is closer to the King James. And the cotton prods, they are, let me put it in there, a cotton prod is a stick. And what the shepherds, they do is that they put nails or spikes on the sticks. So when some of the goats and the sheep, they are just misbehaving, they used to touch them like that. Hallelujah. To bring them in line. So what Solomon Ecclesiastes is saying is that a wise teacher's words, you know, from my version, it says, uh, uh, like, why is the words of a wise? That is the pastor, that is the shepherd, that is the word of God. And like cattle prods, say painful but helpful. Hallelujah. Painful but helpful. And he says that their collected sayings, that means the collected sayings of the shepherds are like nail statistic with which a shepherd drives the sheep. But the key here is it's painful, but they are helpful. Hallelujah. May the word of God be helpful to you today. I say, as may the word of God be helpful to you today. That is why Paul said, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And it is profitable. If something can be painful, how is it going to be profitable? It's a mystery. It's profitable, number one, for doctrine. Number two, for reproof, for correction, for instructions. How can you reprove somebody and it can be profitable? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And then it says that, give us 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. Profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. That means all these four things will bring us into righteousness. Verse 17, that the man of God, the woman of God, the child of God, may, may, may means that if you hear and you don't do, John 
13, 17. Hallelujah. May, may, it says that may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? May be perfect. Maybe because John, John 13, 17. Happy as ye, as Give me John 13, 17, King James. John 13, 17. If ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do what? So the perfection will come when we do them. So what separates somebody like her from any other person is that she decided that she will do. And that is what brings the happiness. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? But at that time, probably it was like a, a prod. It was very painful. Prod hitting you like that. There are sticks with nails on it. Are you with me, please? We can even close and go home. That is what changes everything. Please, no matter what you go through, Pastor Anna said it. Don't remove yourself from the teacher standing behind you. He's the one who will teach you, tell you, turn right, turn left, go forward. Hallelujah. And that changes everything. That changes everything. Satan's goal is for you and I not to be in the house all the time. His goal is to remove us, but he will not succeed. Hallelujah. I say he will not succeed. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. We honor you for your word, what you have shown us. The entrance of your word brings light. And therefore, we ask, oh God, may we have more light in our lives, our marriages, our professions, in the name of Jesus. Father, may the eyes as we enter your word, the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, O God, that we may know the hope of your calling, the hope, the reason why we are here, the reason why we are called your children, Lord. In Jesus' name, I, I pray with thanksgiving. And let the saints say, for the next 20 minutes, I would like us to um, have a nice rehearsal, especially um, praise and worship, the choristers, dancing stars. So I'm trusting God to make this preaching short, 20 or 25, so that we close on time, 1 o'clock. Hallelujah. And after that, maybe we should have, no, we will make room for the Bacenta Leaders Meeting. Hey, Kofi, it's nice to see you. The, the mask, we can't even see you, you know. Wow. Beautiful. Luke chapter 14, verse 16. Luke chapter 14, verse 16. Because once, I'm, I'm just, we are waiting for Luke chapter 14, verse 16. Why don't you just give us a wave, give us a wave so that those... Oh, do you know, have you seen Kofi before? Oh. Because there's no COVID here. Oh. Kofi is one of the old standing brethren that the Lord has given to us, L.P. Doris Menson's husband. Wow. It's a blessing to see you. Welcome back home where everything began. <laughs> Luke fourteen sixteen. Then said he unto him, a certain man made a great supper and bade many. 
Give us New Living Translation. Yes, Pastor Nana, help us quickly. Luke 14, 16, please. Jesus replied with this story. A man prepared a great feast and sent out many invitations. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servant to tell the guests, Come, the banquet is ready. But they all began making excuses. One said, I have just bought a field and must inspect it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five pairs of oxen and I want to tarry them out. Please excuse me. Another said, I have, I now have a wife. So I can't come. <laughs> Verse 21, the servant returned and told his master what they had said. His master was furious and said, Go quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and invite the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the, bl and the lame. After the servant had done this, he reported, there is still room for more. Mm. Verse 23. So his master said, go out into the country lanes and behind the hedges and urge anyone who find to come so that the house will be full. 24, for none of those I first invited will get even the smallest taste of my banquet. A large crowd was following Jesus. He turned around and said to them, Amen. Amen. This is our foundational story. Amen. The Anakazo man. Hallelujah. Amen. A certain man organized a feast. And the Bible says, says that it was a great feast, great feast and sent out many invitations. And I want us to note that any time that we are organizing something and we are inviting people, we invite those who are close to us, the people we feel comfortable with, people that we believe we have associated with for a long time. Hallelujah. Amen. So the man invited sent the invitations out to many people waiting. And then the Bible says that he prepared the feast. And then when the feast, the feast was ready, he sent out to for he I mean he sent out his servant to go and bring those that he invited. Let's read 17. 17 says what? When, when the banquet was ready, uh -huh. he sent his servant to tell the guests to come. come. The banquet the is banquet ready. The banquet is what? Ready. ready. Hallelujah. Amen. So we said that an Akazo man, normally they have certain spirits. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go through the points. You have the points with you, please. Point number one. The spirit of Anakazo, uh -huh. I can't hear you, Auntie Felicia. The first one is the spirit of Anakazo man prepares, always prepares. It will not just happen. And I think I gave so many examples, you know, God, if you, we want God to use us, we must prepare. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Must prepare. Anything you want to do, you have to prepare. There must be a preparation. Hallelujah. Amen. And a preparation, when it meets the opportunity, it brings success. Amen. Hallelujah. Because there are times that you will get opportunity, but you are not prepared. You don't have any preparation. Hallelujah. If we want to see an akazo in our lives or apply the strength of an akazo, which will bring us to the second point, because an akazo man, you know, the second point says that a person who practices an akazo does not keep to, no, that's the, net, net, the one that I want, does not, it says that the practicing an akazo or an Akazo man is not prepared to cancel his service. Or not prepared to have empty meeting. Emptiness in every aspect of our lives. 
may be is a sign that we do not have the spirit of Anakazo concerning that situation. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Amen. Yeah. If you bring it into your business, because anyway, that is not what we are talking about. If you bring it into your business, if, if the business is not working, the business is empty, it's probably because you are not practicing Anakazo. Because an Akazo person will not accept emptiness. Amen. An Akazo person will not cancel. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And those are the points that I gave you. The, the second one I want us to take a look. Practicing an Akazo does not keep a person practicing an, practice, who practices an Akazo does not keep to himself but influences and affects many people. Many people. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servants to tell the guests, come, the banquet is ready. He jumped past the excuses. Verse 20, I think. Verse 19. 19. Verse 20. 21. The servant returned and told his master what they had said. His master was furious and said, Go quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and invite the poor. One, the crippled. Two, the blind. Three, and number four, the lame. If the man prepared a great feast and sent the invitations out, it means he invited the people that he normally goes out with. People that he will like, not the blind, not the lame, not the crippled, not the poor. It means he was a great person. Hallelujah. But because he did not want to have emptiness and, you know, did not want to have emptiness, he decided that I will not allow this thing to go waste. And that is the key here. And our ability to go out of our comfort zone, that is what will bring souls into the kingdom of God. Because left to you alone, for instance, next week, maybe you have sent invitations out to your friends, but probably they are not responding well because they are your friends. One of these three excuses, by all means, you will hear them. My job. My schedule came out. They do our schedule every month. You know, and when it comes out, you can't change it. If you want to change it, you have to swap with somebody else. But I can't get anybody to swap with. So I'm sorry, Nana, I will not be able to make it. Oh, you said I should come to church on Easter Sunday? You know, that would have been nice. But my wife and I, we made arrangement to travel to Jamaica. The ticket is already bought, you know. So we, we, we have to go. We have to go. We have to go. Yeah, we can't cancel. They said if we cancel, we will pay um, $500 extra. No refund. If we change the date, I don't know what date we can get again. You know, this is long overdue. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry, you know. But next time, next time, you know, when you give me the time, I will come. Hallelujah. The man decided because the other point is saying that the man, an acaso man, will not accept excuses. Empty excuses. And I want us to note that uh, the man here, if we can, uh, is, I believe, is God himself. Sometimes we give excuses to God that to him, it looks funny. Hallelujah. 
yet that I open this window for you, this window of opportunity. And you know for sure that this Sunday, this coming Sunday, or the Sunday that you have taken work, you know, you are not scheduled to, to work, but you have taken extra hours. The Lord, I need this. I need extra money. Hallelujah. And it says that the, the man went out. You cannot keep to yourself. Brethren, we cannot keep to ourselves. There are many souls out there. Many, many, many souls out there who are lost. Hallelujah. Are you with me? The clip they showed yesterday, Reminiscence showed yesterday, I think it brings more understanding. If it does not touch you, I don't know what else can touch you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do we see ourselves in the brethren sitting on the platform, you know, the guy who was lifting the hand and the leg, I don't know what he was checking, maybe stocks or something. Hallelujah. That is what I believe sometimes we see ourselves as we keep giving the excuses. The man said, the feast, as for the feast, is ready. The word of God is always ready. Next week, Sunday, brethren, if we do not rise up to invite the people, they will not come. As I was saying, the choir is they will be rehearsing. The prison worship team will be ready. The ashes will be ready. Are you with me, please? The film stars, the dancing stars. The message for the people will also be ready by the grace of God. Hallelujah. But the question is, how? If we sit down, if you don't trust God for this anakazo spirit, brethren, they will not come. He says, since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. Everything about the kingdom, you need to fight. You need to fight. Because Satan will not let it go easily. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Look, this story tells us the truth is that we should remember any time that we are giving an excuse for not doing something for the living God, God is saying that that excuse is to me, it's not, it does not hold any water. Because the truth is that anything we want to do, we will, we will do it. Hallelujah. You know, I, I always used to ask myself, this is my work. If I'm not there, what will happen? And I, the answer is easy. It's like that. It's just, you know, because I came to meet the company and I would die and the company would be there. I don't know the history when it started, but I'm sure it's more than 50 years, more than 100 years. And many people have passed through. So the day that the Lord will call me home, that day, that day, they will replace me. Yeah? But it is always managers are trained also not to have accept excuses and also have a little bit of anakazo. But they don't, understand, they don't know that they are doing an akazo. So sometimes they throw words at you. It makes you, it, it makes you feel scared a little bit. But I tell you, the day that you, you are not there, that day, they will replace you. They will replace you. 2020, you just showed me. Just two weeks, we want you to go. Two weeks. After 20, almost 20 years. Yeah? To the point that you are about to have your retirement package. That is half. If I put all my being into it. No, no, no. No. You know. 
I always tell people, when I give this, I say this, it may look like I'm a maybe lazy employee, but those who know me, I can I work, I can really work. But I, I will give my all to the house of God and take the tiredness and give it to Pharaoh. That is my principle. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you and with amen. me, please? I will not reverse it. I'll give my all. Hallelujah. Brethren, are you with me, please? Yes, please. Yeah. God is saying that let's rise up. There's room. He brought the poor, the blind, the crippled, the lame. And he said, there's still room in my house. There's still room. Look at this auditorium. Beautiful. Big. There's room. There's room. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? It says that number five, point number five, there's an accusal man knows that many excuses are empty. And then number six, an accusal man knows that many excuses are lies. And pastors, we know sometimes we know. Look, we are all, the, we are, you know, by the grace of God, none of us here is a full-time pastor. And even if a full-time pastor, you become lay before you become full-time. So as you give the excuse, I also have probably have the same thing. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Yeah. By the grace of God, the work that I do, I can take two jobs. But sometimes I ask myself, if I take the second one, what will happen to the ministry? Yeah? Because my home is it will suffer. My visitation will be affected. Even receiving calls, because anytime you call me, I'm on a conference call. Because if I jump from one conference call from company one to another conference call company two, you call me, I will not respond. <laughs> Are you with me, please? Yeah. Bishop put something here. It says that uh, during a fundraising, the pastor asked for those who would like to give some money for the purchase of church instruments. A husband who happened to be a foreigner was prepared to give a donation. Just as his hand was going up, his wife pulled his hand down. She thought the pastor had not noticed. Then after, after the service, the lady approached the pastor and said, you know, the reason why we didn't give any money is because my foreign husband is so stingy. Forgive. I will see what we can do. She added, but that was an outright lie. It was actually her husband who wanted to donate something. His wife prevented him. My foreign husband. My goodness. Hallelujah. How many agree with me that this lady going to see the pastor is really actually not necessary? <laughs> number one, you, you, couldn't, you, you didn't allow him to give. That is number one you know, issue. Number two, you have gone to uh, add a lie to the first one that you shouldn't have done. It's not necessary. Hallelujah. The next one says that an accusal man makes a way and does not give an excuse. Yeah. The man said, there is room. The blind, those are not my class. But if I want to win at all costs, I need to humble myself and go all out. There shouldn't be anyone here, brethren, hearing me who sometimes have it at the back of your mind that this person is not my type. This person is not my class. That is not the kingdom that I have known for years. In the kingdom of God, all men are 
equal. All men, when I say all men, that means the Bible version, that all men, all women, we are all. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Amen. God does not see. And therefore, if Satan ministers to us and tell you that this person, if I've not been this, uh, you, where would you have been? You wouldn't have been my class. You wouldn't have been. That is the spirit of pride. Hallelujah. Amen. After the blind, after the lame, after the crippled, after the poor, you know, the man said that, go to the hedges and the highways. And you may be thinking only three people who did not come. But if the feast was great, then the invitation, as he said, there were many. Amen. Hallelujah. Many. Can you imagine going to um, 43rd Street, even Port Authority building alone, going for the homeless? You think about it. That is what it means. The hedges and the highways. The hedges, those are the corners. Amen. When you're driving on the highway, going to join the cross bronze, underpass or the overpass, under there, where the, the rain cannot go and everything, you see their nice, 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 nice homes. That is what the Bible is saying over here. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Sometimes it can be very dangerous. That is why when you see compassionate uh, ministry in Lighthouse and you get opportunity, Christmas time, they say, give, buy Coca-Cola, buy this, buy that. Those are the opportunities for you and I. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yeah. I've watched, uh, I've watched, um, 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 I almost got away with it or something like that. Um, um, program on the TV where a man of God in the South accepted um, ex-convict that they were looking for. He didn't know. The guy killed him. I didn't know they did. Yeah! He killed him. Hallelujah! Are you with me, please? So I'm saying that sometimes it can be dangerous. So when you get the ones that are much easier, some people are doing their work, say that if you can buy this Christmas, you can buy Coca-Cola for someone in this place, in prison, in this and that and that. That is great opportunity. You don't hesitate. You dive into, Lord, this is what I can afford. Take it. Amen. That's it. Hallelujah, brethren. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yeah. The first excuse, I have bought an oxen. I need to prove it. The second one, I have bought a piece of land. Yeah. How can you buy a piece of land without checking it first? And as I'm closing, never buy a piece of land without seeing it. <laughs> and many of us, that is what we do. They go and check the land in December, where I come from. You have only two seasons, rainy season and the dry season. The dry season time starts from November, December, January, February. If anybody gives you a piece of land, it will look very good. Dry everything. Until you visit the same, you go, to, you go back home and you visit the land. In May, June, July, August, you see that the place is waterlogged. You can't do anything. Yeah. And I've heard many people, many people have done that before. Yeah. Especially when parents are, oh, I've gone to check it and everything. This is my place. Anything, I have not seen it. I've not seen it. You know, this weekend I was, this week I was trying to get something and the person sent it Facebook staff. You know Facebook staff, you know. And the thing was looking good. So I called where it was. It was closer to Yannick. I tested Yannick. Can you go and check this? And that's because this thing is looking very good. You know, this morning he was telling me, Reverend, sometimes it, look, it will look good like that outside. But the inside the engine. Inside the engine. Yeah. A friend of mine asked me to bought a vehicle. Venza. Um, one year old. I bought them from dealership. They are twins. They always want to buy 
two at the same time. So when the Venza went, they were excited about it. So they won Highlander. So they said, buy me Highlander. I said, no problem. From Copart, I saw one, you know, dark ash color. Everything was looking good. Upstate New York. I bought it, $12,000. And when they shipped the vehicle to where I was going to ship it to the person, when I saw the vehicle, it was looking good and everything. Just for it to arrive at the destination, they find out that under the vehicle was everything. You paid for it already. The chassis, I think it was broken and they cut it and they made there so many bad things. Yeah? And unfortunately, this is just even buying something like that. And some of us can yoke ourselves in a relationship to somebody that we have not seen. Just a picture to show because we cannot get opportunity. And sometimes we trust somebody's judgment. Guess what? The person's judgment cannot be the same as my judgment. And therefore, I would like to see the thing before I commit. Hallelujah. So if you say that the Anakazo man saw that the excuses were empty, these are some of the things. How can you prove a land? You have bought it already without seeing it. No, it's not possible. Yeah. And at night time, supper, the feast was supper. Where are you going to stand to see the land? You want to prove oxen at night. How can you put the oxen on the field for them to work? Unless it is a construction field, a road, 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 road work at night. Hallelujah. I wanted to rise up and let's, let's pray. Wow. My counsel to all of us, anytime that we are about to give an excuse for not doing what God has asked us to do, let's pause and ask ourselves that sit. Is it my excuse I'm giving? Is it one of the anarchism man's excuse? And if it is, what can I do to avoid this excuse? And I believe God will help us. Amen. There is still room for one. Yes, there is room. Yes, sing it. There's room. At the cross. For you, there is room at the cross. Come on, there is room, there is room at the cross for you. this afternoon we bless you we honor you oh lord thank you for what you have taught us some of these things are like prods oh god stick with nails on it because lord it's sometimes the situation is said that if we leave it means our finances will be affected it means that sometimes even our rent oh god but you have taught us to lean on you, to trust you, that if we seek your kingdom first, you will add all other things. Oh God, we ask for this grace. Give us the grace to be an Akazo men and women in your house, oh God, in the name of Jesus. You have taught us that as long as there is room, it doesn't matter how many people we have, oh God, in your house, you still want many to come. Many, many, many. There are brethren that, Lord, as we are speaking, we know that they are not here. And we don't know where they are. They started with us in 43rd Street. And today they are not here with us. 
How can we bring them, Lord? We need this grace. We need a grace. The strength of an akazo. That's what we are asking for. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And apart from your house, oh God, in our own lives, give us the grace to apply these principles. These principles, oh God, in the name of Jesus, so that we will not have emptiness in our lives, in our hopes, in our finances. Thank you. If you are here and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, I want to give you opportunity this afternoon to give your life unto Him. Maybe you don't know, you don't have any relationship with Him. Everything begins with Him and it ends with Him. If you are here like that, I would like you to slip up your hand and I will pray with you. I will pray with you. I will pray with you. Pray with you. Father, we thank you. We honor you this afternoon. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our communion, please. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com. And visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.